Who are you? Who are you? We're here to rescue you. Oh, thanks. I'm becoming Brundle Fly. I want to kill everyone. Satan is good. Satan is our pal. Don't forget to go, Lightning. Motherfucker! I'm trying to watch the last boy. It's all ball bearings nowadays. That's bone. Dogs and cats living together. What's funny about the House of the Dead? is in high school when Josh and I worked at the movie theater, one of our managers from time to time would steal like a roll of quarters from the Make-A-Wish Foundation water fountain that we had. And we would play House of the Dead after hours and beat it multiple times while drinking and like smoking cigarettes in the movie theater. It was pretty rad. Even though I always felt like a little guilty about stealing money from people that didn't have anything. Well, I think I beat it on one quarter once. No fucking, you fucking liar. Well, I played it like nine times a day when I worked there. <laughs> I don't fucking believe you at all. Though I did see you play the shotgun one, and you were pretty smooth. Buck hunt? Oh, yeah. Remember, I was, I was at, I think, a boardwalk. Yeah, it was at the boardwalk. I was playing it, and I was like, on the last fucking level, and then some fucking piece of shit kid joined next to me without asking, and which like raises boost significantly increases the difficulty of the game because right. there's two people, and just fucked me over, and I was like- oh, Well, because then if they leave, it's still on the harder yeah, mode, and you're yeah, by yeah. yourself. It's poor, poor- Arcade etiquette to do that. You're always supposed to ask. What are those millennials? I don't know. I mean, that kid is probably like 28 now. So. <laughs> they killed the Big Mac. <laughs> Did they? I had one they, last night. They don't like fabric softener. And fine china. <laughs> yeah. And golf clubs or courses. I like that people think only millennials have been self centered and greedy. Are we millennials? We're zennials. No, we're millennials. No, we're zennials. What's a zennial? Yeah, I never heard of that one. It's the 80 through 83. That's a millennial. I know, but we're in the cusp, so we're zennials. We're like in between both. What's the generation? Thirty years? <laughs> we're we're millennials, but our house sign is on the moon of zennials, whatever. Whoa, whatever. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the generation is thirty years, thirty or twenty. The new ones are Z. Generation like, Z. Yeah. Yeah. They don't have sex or drink. They don't. No, like <laughs> sex and booze are going down. I think you're thinking of Amish people. I think you're getting that confused. No, I read it in the news. Uh, people like <laughs> they in their drink teens. As much. Yeah, people in their well, well they that's, definitely are having sex. No, people like teens and early twenties are having less sex than ever, and they're drinking less than ever, which is probably why they're having less mm. sex than ever. It's probably a good thing. Mm. I mean, I'm sure it is. <laughs> we, we could probably breed out a little bit. Less teenage pregnancy, less fucking booze yeah. for kids. But I'm... then more sedentary diabetes. Yeah, but whatever, they're gonna get that anyways. <laughs> Mm. The most that. American of diseases. They were getting that when I was a kid. What? Fucking that f- f- sedentary diabetes. I thought you said millennial diabetes. Diabetes. I was like, diabetes. What? I drink a lot of sugary drinks. I'm surprised I don't have it, actually. Uh, I know. I did, too, especially when I was young. I would drink, like, 10 sodas a day. Yeah. I would get, like, a whole big container of, like, psych orange soda just at the TV for hours, just <laughs> swigging at it. Yeah. The kids so in does. my school are pretty fucking fit, though. They seem pretty active. They're healthier than we were. Yeah. They're all, like, athletes, and they all play sports in their free time, too. Well, think about it. We were the first generation to replay a movie a hundred times at our house. I feel like, <coughs> I feel like all these things... <coughs> all <me>. right. <laughs> Settle down. <laughs> That's a giant thing of water. Where do they get these fucking facts? This generation's doing more of this. How the fuck... How do they figure that out? They're not asking me. That's for sure. They ask, like, five fucking white kids... Like in the suburbs, who do, of course play Fortnite all fucking day. Who do they ask for they the don't family ask the rest questions. of the planet? <laughs> it's the studio audience. Really? Oh, they ask them? They serve the audience. No, yeah. I thought they went around town and asked 100 people. 
I don't think so. I mean, maybe. Well, I guess if you have 100 people there to watch a show happen. I mean, I'm guessing here. I always figured they surveyed the audience before the show. They don't have a man on the street. And me thinking that they would come and ask me like a sucker. Mm. You're walking around the Family Feud studio all day <laughs> waiting. Horses. All right, gang. Are you guys about ready to start this fucking god-awful movie? <laughs> yeah. Was it your pick? Hey, you made us watch Pumpkinhead 1 and 2. Which are way better than this movie. This is Significantly worse. better. What? This may be one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. Okay. I actually agree with you. Oh, yeah. A boring movie is always worse than an unintentionally bad movie. I agree. Absolutely. That's why I would watch The Room fucking any day of the week over this movie because, like, this movie is just, it's boring. This movie was compared to The Room a lot online, and I was no, like, just because no. a movie's really? bad doesn't mean it's, it's you know. The Room. Yeah. So I did, like, I did some research on this, and you Bull. you Bull? I don't know. He knows these movies are U- bad. you Uva Bull? Right. Yeah. He knows these movies are bad. Yeah. Um, he'll fight you if you call him bad, but he knows yeah. because apparently, like, German tax law... It allows you to, like, recoup all your losses from movies and shit. So you basically just got to make them for free. Hmm. They always lose money. But the <laughs> thing is, the German government, just he can write it off and they just give him the money back. Well, those are, like, unknown actors. You know, you don't have to pay him as much. Except for the cop. She was someone. Do we, we talk about <laughs> later on about how he fought his critics? Oh, yeah. He, like, challenged uh, him to a boxing competition? We can definitely talk about that. And, uh... He punched out that guy, the founding guy of uh, something awful. <laughs> I'll let I'll let you tell it. He's on Rift Tracks every now and then. He does like the Troll Two Rift Tracks with Mike. Oh, that kid. Yeah. Oh. He's the guy that started something awful. He's like almost funny. You bull punched him out. <laughs> really? Yeah, That's kind of great. Also, in that boxing competition, though, they totally cherry picked because one of the guys they invited later on, they found out he was a Golden Gloves champion when he was in his like earlier years, and they cut him off the the the, the roster. Line up the roster. Because they didn't want him to actually fight anyone who knew what the fuck they were doing. Uh, I mean, yeah. if it's your fight. <laughs> it's your, I mean, <laughs> I yeah, exactly. Set, I mean, like, he's a burly fucking dude, too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Hey, intermissionaries. Welcome to intermission. I am Is that Tif- what we're calling them now? Well, to their faces. <laughs> <laughs> I am Tiffa, and with me, as always, we have Mark. And he's with us on Skype. Oh, hello. Hello there. Hello. Hey, you buddy. Hey, pal. <laughs> Chum. <laughs> and I'm sitting here with Joshua. Hey. <laughs> this week, Mark picked the flick, and he made us watch. I let you. <laughs> the video game-based film House of the Dead from 2003. This was just terrible, Mark. Our first zombie movie, though, so that's something. It was, but please explain yourself. <laughs> it, well, it's funny because it was on HBO Go for, like, years, and I was like, I keep scrolling past it, and I was like, ah, one day. I was like, that would be a good excuse to watch it. But then, of course, as soon as I put it on to watch, it was no longer on HBO Go. It was on Showtime. It was on Showtime, yeah. That's how I watched it. Me too. Oh, I purchased it. <laughs> Sucker. That's how they get you. That was foolish of you. It's funny because like the only movies I have purchased on my Amazon are like from this. So it's like bats. <laughs> like this. Why did we watch bats? You picked it. It was your pick. Did I? Because you had the DVD. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, the giant bat, or they had to freeze it? It was like two bats, but then they had a whole bunch of bats. It was a lot of bats. I mean, they weren't giant bats. They were lo- usually S- large Swarm bats. of bats. They were bigger than they could have been. Like two bread boxes. They put a giant cooler down there and, yeah. yeah. Did you see this movie before, Mark? Is that how you knew? No. No. Never. I just, I'd only ever seen the thumbnail. Okay. I thought I had seen this before because Josh and I worked at the movie theater. I'd seen it. I guess I hadn't. I literally didn't remember any of it. I will say I have confused this movie with House of a Thousand Corpses a few times. I confused it with the remake of 13 Ghosts. 
Oh, with uh, with Matthew, Matthew Lillard? Lillard? Yeah, with all the rooms and stuff. And I was like, where are the rooms? Do you know Matthew <laughs> Lillard makes fucking like, super expensive D&D sets nowadays? Really? Yeah, I he's like not. a huge D&D fan. And like he's in all kinds of fucking like Twitch streams and podcasts and like playing D&D. Annoying people. <laughs> no, he's, hella, he's actually hella funny in that. But like his movie choices. He was good in Serial Mom. What else was he in? Scream. I'll be right back. Wing Commander. He was... <laughs> it's the funny thing is, if you, go, if you go to that page where he's selling his D&D shit, he talks about Wing Commander. <laughs> he's Scooby-Doo. He was Stony, sco- Stony Skag- Skaggy. <laughs> Stony Skeksis. Yeah. He was, he was a Shaggy. Yeah. Or shaggy. Zoinks. Speaking of Skeksis, ah. Dark Crystal trailer came out. Yeah. Josh's fucking least favorite movie. I hate the fucking Dark Crystal. I know you do. Oh, dude, I can't watch that movie. It's, it actually scares me. Josh hates it because he thinks it's cheap and poorly it done. It is cheap and poorly done. And also, like, the fucking Gelflings are right dead smack at the bottom of the uncanny fucking valley. Yeah. They're so fucking difficult to look at for me. And when you do see their legs, it's it's very uncomfortable. Yeah. Sexually. Josh hates it when you can see human legs under actual puppets. They phone that shit in. Oh, I don't like puppet legs because they move, like, very fast and quick and very ungodlike. I don't know. Just it's... Well, they're just jiggling. They're not well, touching right. it. Like, I was impressed because like, the new one does look cool, and apparently there's actually literally no CGI in it. Yeah. It's all actual just real practical effects and puppetry. That's cool, but still, fuck that. Fuck Dark Crystal. As long as the movements are a little bit better, because I feel like the, the original was very herky-jerky. This this one looked a lot smoother from the trailer. The Skeksis are dope. Yeah. The Skeksis? <laughs> but that's about it. They spent all their time on those fucking things. Job and then well just done. like had no time for nothing else. Crab people with the little human feet on the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> why did the witch have nipples? I don't know why she uh, kids had nipples. I wonder if they just had an already made breast and they were just like. Wait, right. you actually saw her. Like, you see him poking through her shirt. <laughs> nice. I figured it looked like someone's mom. With like gray armpit hair just kind of hanging out. I figured like someone like, had like a hippie mom with swaying nipple oh, maybe. breasts and they just, you know, use that. <laughs> What's her name? Agda or something like that? Agra. Agra. I think. she's a, Her workshop is very cold. She's not wearing bra. Yeah. She has space stuff. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Unfortunately, we have to talk about the House of Dead. Bummer. The year 2003 <laughs> is an interesting year for, or time in general for horror films. The Matrix had come out and all this stuff. So I think oh. everyone, you know, thought everything has to be fucking quick paced and shit. But this one definitely didn't have a story. Just a lot of fast motion camera panning. Yeah, I mean, it took like four months to make. Really? Yeah. I mean, it's this, it's this typical horror plot of some fucktards go somewhere and yeah. then something happens to them. Yeah. It was also when like 35 millimeter was like phasing out, like 35 millimeter film in the movie theaters. They were phasing out the projectors and then moving in the digital oh, ones. Okay. Oh. This was kind of like the in-between time. Movies aren't film anymore. No. No. Between <laughs> Unless you're Quentin Tarantino. He still does film every now and then? Well, some actually, well, some actually, you know, some directors do. I think the last Star Wars, one of the last Star Wars movies, was shot on film. Hmm. Tarantino shit's shot on film. And eventually, film fades. That's why there was always all those shitty movies in like the seventies and stuff because they thought they were just going to be garbage. Because yeah. film eventually fades away, and like they didn't know they were going to be uh, on VHS. Like years ago, they had this whole like group that was just digitally backing up all the like stored movies and of antiquity just so they could be preserved in a digital format. 
Hmm. I bet people were like, oh, why? <laughs> old film, yeah, old film's actually flammable. So occasionally you would just have movie theaters or like film vaults burned down because the shit they printed it on was actually highly explosive in large amounts. Jesus. Yeah. Well, for those of you who don't know, The House of the Dead is a horror game franchise created by Sega in 1996. It started out as an arcade first-person light gun rail shooter where you kill zombies that pop up and eventually moved to console. It has six games, excluding spinoffs and Typing of the Dead from the Dreamcast, <laughs> which was fucking rad. Yeah, they have it on Steam. Do they? Ty- yeah. Typing of the Dead rules. Wait, what was that? It's it's like instead of shooting them with a gun, you have to type the word that's on the zombie. It's like a typing trainer. Oh, that's that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was super fun, and the Dreamcast was just fucking badass. Yeah. So... Uva Bowl, who is like really famous for just. Is it Uva or Ula? Uve. Oh. It's actually Ufa Bowl. Oh. Uva. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Ufa. <laughs> German. Oh, is there like a, a pronouncing app or something? Uh, no, I actually heard an interview with him telling MTV the proper way to pronounce his name because they kept talking shit about his movies and he got pissed that they kept getting his name wrong while doing it, which is. Probably actually pretty rude. Yes. <laughs> He's like, you could at least say my name right. Uva Bull. Was he was he just in the room with you guys just now? Was he there? <laughs> Such a very, very civil message. <laughs> no, totally. He's like, you guys talk shit about my movies. You shouldn't. But if you do, why don't you say my name right, bro? So he is very famous for producing and directing awful film adaptations of video games, which is what happened here with House of the Dead, which he directed and produced. He, he also made, like, Alone in the Dark, Blood Rain, um, a movie Rampage that's not about Rampage, but there's another one, uh, Far Cry. Oh, yeah. Dungeon Siege. Ram- Rampage was the one with the guy who went on a shooting spree mm-hmm. in some small town. No, that's Postal. No, that, that they're both the same like that. Yeah. And he did Postal oh. also. Wait, so he did two mass shooting movies? Sort of, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> the game <laughs> Postal is literally just a mass shooting simulator. <laughs> People didn't like that. No, they did not. Not even then. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> He's also been called the worst director ever by some critics. I don't know if I'd call him the worst, but he's definitely there. He's like probably top five. He's in contention for it. Yeah. He's definitely in the running. And I mean, he's kind of a character in himself. We could probably just do an entire episode on just him if we wanted to, because he's a fucking weirdo. (laughs) No! (laughs) Rock (laughs) fact, he produced Welcome to Willits. On Netflix, which I think I mentioned in the last episode. What is that? Wasn't that supposed to be terrible? It's supposed to be really terrible. What's it called? Welcome to Willits. Willits is like 30 minutes above our hometown of Ukiah. Huh. I think he's like a restaurateur and like his actual real day job. Hmm. But yeah, I'm pretty sure he owns and opens restaurants and shit. Hmm. He has the money to do this shit. Apparently he's pretty successful at that. So oh, I'm that sure. he was just born rich. I mean, it could be. I mean, you got to spend money to make money, yeah, right? Something like so, that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He made this pile of crap. So we got Jonathan Cherry as our protagonist, Rudy. He has a kind of a small rap sheet with horror films, but he's he's in the industry. He's in Final Destination 2. Yeah. Yeah. And he's Willie Higgins in Wolf Cop, and he's also in another Wolf Cop. That's... I've never seen a Wolf Cop. <laughs> Much less the many wolf cops to necessitate a second one. <laughs> and I saw on IMDb that Jonathan Cherry's coming back to reprise his role as Rudy because it said that they've announced the House of the Dead is being remade. Mm. TBD. There's already there's a sequel. There's a House of the Dead two. I, there was a few because that's when I was on HBO Go. It was like House of the Dead, House of the Dead two, House of the Dead three. Yeah, this is a different one. But I'm sure. I think those are made by different people. Oh yeah. Yeah, this is not made by <laughs> Uwe Boll. There's nothing there. 
There's no plot to that game. No, <laughs> it's just it's just shooting zombies. You show up, well, there's some like FBI suffer like G did. <laughs> and then like you just start shooting zombies and you don't really know why. Like I can never tell if it's supposed to be supernatural or if it's supposed to be like science gone wrong, but who cares? You're just shooting zombies with a fucking light gun like I forgot the suffer like G did. Suffer like G did. <laughs> um we got Ellie Cornell. She's Jordan Casper. But she, more importantly, she played Rachel, who was the older foster sister to Daniel Harris, who I love, Michael Myers' niece, in Halloween 4 and 5, hmm. both of which are on Shudder right now. Plug. <laughs> and I didn't really know anyone else, but I mentioned Will Sanderson, who's Greg, because he's also in Blood Rain and Alone in the Dark. Oh, yeah. Hmm. And let's not forget everyone's favorite, Clint Howard, as the oh, lovable, yeah. grizzled old seaman. And like, I mean, Clint Howard is in everything. Yeah. And the captain, Jurgen Proctow, mm-hmm. he was in like, he was in everything. Yeah, he was in Dune. Really? Yes, he was uh, the father. I haven't seen that movie since I was like fucking 16. But he's in like a lot of movies, like pretty much every 80s film. Really? Like good ones? Oh, yeah. I want to say Air Force One, but that doesn't really count. Yeah, Clint Howard's in a bunch of shit because he's Ron Howard's brother. He's a hook hand? (laughs) I don't know any of these fucking people. Yeah, he's he's totally the hook hand. Oh, the girl that showed her titties first? Mm-hmm. That's Erica Durance, and she was uh, on Smallville for like 10 years or something like that. Hmm. Never seen it. Oh, you mean those two characters in that completely pointless scene? The skinny dipping scene? Yeah. Matt! Matt! <laughs> Fucking Matt. So that's like. <sighs> she said her name, <laughs> she said the name 237 times. I counted. It's always my wow. least favorite thing in movies is when someone's just walking around shouting someone else's name trying to find them. Because it happens a lot, especially in horror movies. And it's like, Max. how often have you been looking for someone and just walking? And every, like, 10 seconds, just shouting their fucking name. Yeah. Like, Tiff, Tiff. <laughs> I was watching Hellraiser 2, and there's a girl named Tiffany who, like, does puzzles but doesn't talk. But Kirstie is like, Tiffany, come on, Tiffany. <laughs> Over here, Tiffany. It's like you don't always say the person's name that you're standing next to. No. Like, and there's only two of you. <laughs> my fiance. <laughs> Has anyone seen my fiance? <laughs> I have lost my fiance. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the dingo ate your baby. Daddy? <laughs> Daddy? Um, all right. Well, let's get into our deep thoughts. I'm sure you both felt really inspired by this one. Yeah. I'll read mine. It's in my pocket. Sure thing. Okay. A boring movie is always worse than an unintentionally bad one. As I sit here trying to write this, I find that I have nothing to say. This movie is 90% filler. It's dragging from one pointless scene to the next, and the whole time I'm just asking myself, but why? <laughs> Tax breaks, apparently. <laughs> I guess the way you claim losses in Germany essentially allows the director to just make any losses from the movies back, so they can just make these movies for free. So, that's Gotta be nice. how we want to waste Germany's money, then. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like there are better uses for $7 million. $7 million, that could be 700,000 McDonald's extra value meals. <laughs> That's 70,000 remote control helicopters. Um, That's 7,000 of Apple's new basis stands for their monitors. (laughs) (laughs) Or you could have just bought $7 million in gold and buried it like a pirate. All these things are better uses for $7 million than this movie. It was probably spent on springboards for the zombies to fly all over town. (laughs) Probably just stolen and put in his fucking pocket. (laughs) (laughs) He has to be skimming money somehow. Like, There's no way that costs $7 million. I mean, I'm sure he didn't pay the actors that much. No. All right, I guess I'll go next. So there's a scene in the film later where the character Simon looks at his burnt face in the mirror and he tells the girl Karma that he looks like the elephant man and he should be in a freak show. And for some reason that like super vexed me and I was like, 
Joseph Merrick has the saddest fucking life story of anyone ever. <sighs> yeah. This guy was an underwear model for like 10 years. Yeah. Oh, the guy, yeah. The dude's clearly yeah. super attractive, and now he's just going to have a badass face scar. Except yeah. a zombie half-heartedly grabs him, so he decides <laughs> to blow himself up. <laughs> so my deep thought is what my response would be to Simon if I were karma. <laughs> I was really stoned. Okay. <laughs> yes, Simon, you belong in the circus. You were exactly like Joseph Merrick, the elephant man. You were born deformed, abused, and discarded by your parents. Then you totally had to work for room and board in the 1800s workhouse until you could escape the horror by working as a sideshow exhibit in the circus. So, yes, Simon, I guess you really are like the elephant man after all. Okay, take it the tumbler. Douche. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to need you to take it down 10%. Yeah, so if you want to get hella bummed sometime, watch a biography or read up on Joseph Merrick. Was he- She's on her fucking soapbox now, wearing her Smash the Patriarchy shirt. Hey, hey, hey man, the Elephant Man story is legit so sad. Yeah, things are rough all over. He can't defend himself, so Tiffany will do it. Thank you. Yeah, and he's he was- dead. He's been dead for over 100 years. He's yeah. dead. Sorry, Joseph. R.I.P. Yeah, fuck you, Joseph. <laughs> Fucking weirdo. I, was, I thought it was John Merrick. Did he go by both? I think it's Joseph. Why don't you learn how to have a normal head? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Mark. Maybe you have something more uplifting than Simon's fucking yeah. douchery. In 1513, Ponce de Leon left Spain in search of the Fountain of Youth, arriving in modern-day Florida. Who's to say if he ever discovered what he was looking for? Around the same time, Castillo Sermano, a prisoner arrived at the shores of Seattle. Unlike Ponce, Castillo discovered the key to immortality, but the real discovery was the zombies he created along the way. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so, this, this fucking goddamn movie. Okay. Today's intermission is brought to you by... Oh, wait, what is it? Trainwreck. Trainwreck. Because <laughs> <laughs> this movie is fucking wrecked, bro. <laughs> Yeah. It's the train wreck. Weed always has the dumbest fucking name, so only someone hella high could I think was cool. That's probably what happens. Yeah. <laughs> Call it purple alien head. Nailed it. Well, I have plenty to say about House of the Dead when we get back. So smoke your joints, drink beer, because you're going to want to at least have like three beers before you watch this fucking movie and a whole joint. Oh, great. Maybe both. <laughs> whoa, whoa. It's, it's going to take a lot of substances to enjoy it. Not the podcast, though. <laughs> the movie. <laughs> the movie. You should be fucking dead sober right now listening to us. <laughs> Don't be dead sober doing anything. All right, we'll be right back after the song. There's a song? Oh, there's a song. boop dee beep boop boop dee boop boop Is that jazz? It's like jazz, baby. Brick shirt today, hmm. and he just finished his first season on Shutter. Which I just asked you that, and you didn't say. We weren't anything. recording. <laughs> I was right. save it for the show. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want your fucking hilarious I mean, gems to roll out, <laughs> fucking untethered and undocumented. <laughs> I asked him like, "Oh, doesn't Joe Bob Briggs isn't he like doing something?" And she just fucking stared at me, <laughs> and didn't say a fucking word. 
I also just got stoned. Like, okay, You're going to wow. have to cut me some slack here, man. Fuck you, too. It was before we smoked. <laughs> I, I cut me less slack, but still some. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, but he just finished his first <laughs> season on Shudder. Oh, cool. Good to know. <laughs> Who did? <laughs> we have fun. So <laughs> Joe Bob just finished his first season on Shudder and I heard Joe Bob do some interview. I think it was on last podcast and he was like, yeah, people have been coming up to me for like the last 10 years and being like, dude, I want to redo your show. <laughs> and he's like, okay, do it. So when the Shudder guys were like, hey, we want to do your show. He's like, whatever. He's like, <laughs> see you never again. And then they fucking came back. But Shudder didn't have the budget to do the show. So the dudes volunteered it for free. Like, couldn't afford, like, what, the rights to the movies or something? Either either or. Because they use movies that are already streaming on their show. Right. Because some people complain when they watch Joe Bob that he talks, so they can watch the other version, too. It's not like he's, like, riffing it, though. It's, like, between commercials, But they pause. He's he's doing Elvira. Oh, okay. Yeah, he does Elvira. Totally. But Elvira sometimes pops up and goes, I have Hooters. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly what she wants to remind you of. Yeah, but they actually just did it for free, and it was like every Friday live stream, and so it was like you were drinking beer with Joe Bob while he drinks beer and digresses, and he like knows like everything about every movie. What does he do? He's Joe Bob. I know. Well, like, besides... Is that all he does, though? I yeah, only know him from him. like that. He's like a weirdo, like John Waters or something. Like They just like to push the envelope and say <laughs> gross shit. Yeah, but they were creating movies. Like, was like, what's Joe Bob's been doing for the past 10 years? Yeah, exactly. In between these Horror two. Horror cons. Uh, he used to tour at drive-ins. He goes... Just milking that fucking, like, two years he did that show. Dude. I didn't realize it was so culturally relevant. What, what was he, a doctor or a lawyer or something? I don't know, but he's pretty fucking smart for a redneck. Because I thought he was something, like, big, like he was actually a lawyer, but he wasn't happy with his life or some kind of thing. One of those stories. Oh, maybe. Yeah, I saw a thing where he wasn't wearing his Joe Bob outfit, and he was, like, a comedian on stage. It was weird. (laughs) We're going to talk about this goddamn movie or what? No. (laughs) Never. We're going to talk about the resurgence of horror. Well, fuck, let's do it. Yeah. (laughs) Switching topics. (laughs) Yeah, everyone's talking about the resurgence of horror, and I'm like, dude, it's, like, always been there. You just weren't looking. I don't feel like it was ever on the down, like... No. But did Saw and Hot? Did it change traditional horror and now it's kind of going back to before those days or? Um, I mean, fair point. I mean, those are probably like the two that were really like that, though. Yeah, but did a lot of big stuff come out? Be- well, real horror nerds watched foreign horror yeah. during that time because those were the better made films, except for like when they jumped the shark with like human centipede or something. <laughs> Is that foreign? Yeah. The evil guy's German. Um, Isn't that just the trope of nerd. like the crazy Nazi scientists? I feel like whenever you see a bad guy, like scientist in a movie, if they're not American, they're like either the generic Russian scientist oh, or yeah. usually the generic like German. The uh, generic German one's always like doing an evil experiment. Like Red Skull, like from <laughs> fucking Captain America. Like. Well, I mean, the Skull's red. I thought he was a good guy. <laughs> I think it's because people watched all the Scream movies and then like get out, you know? <laughs> oh, like they didn't watch anything else between the two is what you're saying? <laughs> so when people say that, yeah. I think they're talking about like uh, the resurgence of like prestige horror. Right, like, but Get Out won for comedy. But that's because of racism, though. Well, well, that's yeah, it's bullshit. I know, but it still did. Horror movies don't win awards. That's just not. Like, I mean, prestige ones though, just like The Shining and shit. Mm. Yeah, that's a horror movie, and that yeah. one hell of awards. Like, it's very good. So when I think people are saying that, they're Stanley not, Kubrick's The Shining. They're, yeah, they're not talking about like the B level horror movies that we think of when someone says horror movies. When people say there's a resurgence, they're talking about like. The cream of the crop made by legit the, fucking directors and the shit. The box office, you know, top ten. Yeah, yeah. the like critics are raving about and shit. Hmm. But, but do you feel like the purest, like you know, maybe more you guys than me? But do you feel like there hasn't been a a lull? No. no. Like there has been good stuff coming out. 
I have been watching new fucking horror movies every year. All you got to do is <laughs> scroll to the lower parts of like Amazon video or fucking Netflix and you'll find lots of it. My recommended movies go weird really quick. Well, the thing is with horror movie ratings is that they're always lower than everything else. You're never going to really see a five star horror movie. I bet even The Shining isn't five stars. They're always like four stars and under. So like yeah. when something is a three star movie, it actually might be fairly decent. The, I'd say that was probably like a negative two stars. It was a two on IMDb, which is pretty bad. I, I mean, think it's our lowest rated film. I wouldn't do. I wouldn't even call it a horror movie. It, I'm just. I would label it under any general schlock. Like yeah. <laughs> I think it had like the, the bones of a horror movie, but the reality of it was that no, it was shit. I would never felt there was any tension or fucking nervousness, or I was ever scared during this whole movie. <laughs> Except when the creepy, when the creepy sperm fish kind of went like, ah, I was oh yeah, like, Ugh. <laughs> like yeah. that part, I was kind of like, Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> besides that, like. Before we get into it, I wanted to note that the first keywords for this movie on IMDb were scantily clad female, nude, nude girl, nudity, and female rear nudity. I don't feel like there was all that much nudity. No, there was a Did we see rear nudity? That girl, oh yeah, well, when she gets out of the water, you see her ass. Yeah, yeah. And she kind of like pulls out her underwear a little bit. But she's got underwear on. Oh, and then, um... Like, the oh, one girl was topless while she was doing, like, cleaning her top. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That even actually even made sense. Usually it doesn't. But, uh... <laughs> no, there was a lot in the beginning, but let's just get into it. Yeah. So, the movie really just dives right in. So, you see Rudy, who's the protagonist, sitting alone in a cemetery, pondering recent events at a rave, like a fucking 1930s oh, you, you noir the, detective. Yeah, the worst voiceover to ever yeah, be in like, a movie is coming up. But I don't know. Or do I? <laughs> These voiceovers also told me exactly what Juve Bull thinks of women. <laughs> yeah, was this movie a bit misogynistic? Yeah. I thought Hell so. Hell misogynistic. So every time he did a voiceover for one of the girls, it's like, she's just eye candy. I'm like, oh, damn. Yeah. yeah. Who hurt you, Juve? <laughs> no, I mean, at one point I was listening to the commentary a little bit, and he goes, oh, there are the boobies. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and everyone else is kind of like, yeah, well, this scene was cool because we shot on the beach and uh, blah, 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 blah. You listened to it? Yeah. Well, I... <laughs> I listened to like 10 minutes of it. It was a thing on YouTube. It was like the best quotes from his commentary. So it was like just. It's it's for the listeners. I mean, yeah, I listened to it three times. So, you know. <laughs> Who goes swimming off the coast of fucking Washington? Yeah. That water is like ice fucking cold. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the islands are like out there are super nice. They better but like, watch out. The San Juan Islands. They'll swim to Wicker, man. <laughs> was that that was that was off the coast of Washington? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then what happens throughout this whole movie starts now. So we see some static TV and then a clip from the game, The House of the Dead. Oh, it's a reoccurring thing. Yeah. Which made no fucking sense. It's yeah. Like we need to remind you that this was a game. I'm like, yeah, we got <laughs> it. But... It's one of the. Uh, the scene transitions where they just show a clip of the fucking game and you're well, like, There's what? like nothing to work with. <laughs> and I feel like it's so jarring. Yeah. After each scene, there is a clip from the goddamn game. And it's like yeah. really abrasive. It just goes, rah! <laughs> <laughs> the rest of the movie, they just throw in clips and it's exactly they use the same. The scene transitions. It's yeah. so baffling. Instead of like it's swipes. so confusing. Yeah. He does use lots of swipes too though. Don't yeah. worry. Yeah. There was a blood swipe too. Did you see that one? Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> There's a blood drip swipe, and I was like, whoa. Uh, this The whole movie is really weirdly edited. Like, how after someone dies, there's, like, a quick montage of their, like, memories from the movie. Yeah, but it was, like, a selective one. Like, it happened to, like, three of them, but then other people died and nothing happened. Yeah. And then the the screen turns red over the still picture of the person. Like a video game thing. Like, you died. I think it's for the scholars. I think it's it's what Mark said. Mm -hmm. That might be what happens when you die in the video game. Your screen might go red. You wouldn't know about that because you can beat the whole game at one quarter. 
Yeah. <laughs> Never oh. died in that game. <laughs> so apparently that was like a cold open because now there's intro credits again and Prodigy is playing. Was it Prodigy? Oh, yeah. That it was, was a combination of the worst CGI I've ever seen and the worst techno music I've ever heard. <laughs> the techno music was completely abrasive, like at every turn. And it wasn't suspenseful techno. It was like, hey, we're partying. Tits are out. Yeah. <laughs> and then the fucking narrator, who's Rudy, apparently, is like, Greg is a good guy, but goofy, you know? And, and Simon, apparently, is an idiot. Rebecca's a fucking whore. <laughs> Though, even though Simon's an idiot, I did question Greg's intelligence quite a bit. I would question the intelligence of anyone who decided to be in that (laughs) fucking movie. Hey, everyone's got to eat. Oh. Uh, And then he's like, Cynthia, she's Greg's girlfriend. and She's a fucking slut in my hair. (laughs) And pure eye candy. But I think that also means that she's an idiot as well, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then it was like, karma, she thinks she's Foxy Brown, which essentially means you think you're Beyonce now. Yeah. Which is yeah. pretty fucking high praise for yourself. I like her American onesie. That wasn't her. Oh, wait, uh, no. Who was that? Oh, that was, uh, what was her name? It was like Vanity Melody. So we don't Liberty. meet her until Liberty yeah. or Destiny or something. Yeah. We don't meet her until on the island. Karma right? has a crush on Simon, but he's only interested in Alicia, who we learn is the narrator's ex-girlfriend as of two weeks ago. Whoa! <laughs> who your narrator is? No one fucking knows. Who you don't see again for 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't, the main character doesn't show up until 30 fucking minutes into right. the movie. And then they're telling you this, like, who cares, you know? But then they broke up so he could study and she could go fencing. She was doing fencing. Yeah. And I was like, sounds like you got dumped, bro. Okay, I'm sorry. That actually, at the end of the movie, she's fucking fighting the main bad guy with a sword. Right. And I was like, how is she so fucking good? But I totally forgot about the fucking, man, this movie's perfect. I mean, it It all comes around. (laughs) It really brings things full circle. (laughs) I told you it's for the scholars. Meanwhile, the island rave is going pretty hard for 5.15 p.m., considering they've been there five minutes because the boat left at five. Yeah. But I guess that's why they went anyway, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure they partied on the boat, too, right? You know, they were boozing. Yeah, why not? Come on, it's a party. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There's also like 20 people. There was like not as many people as I thought would be there. Yeah, she described it as the rave of the century. Yeah, it was also called like gathering, which I think is what the insane clown posse calls their fucking thing. Yeah. Why don't you just name your fucking shit event? Like (laughs) that's basically all that meeting. The meeting. So, you know, everyone's like kind of raving out and partying. The music's terrible. Sponsored by Sega. (laughs) Yeah. You see Sega sign because Sega Sega exists. Sega made the the game. (laughs) Yeah. And everyone's wearing the remnants of 90s fashions. It was like that weird in-between time. (laughs) I mean, it was filmed in Canada. So, you know, they're 10 years behind us. Right. I bet they all had to bring their own clothes. Yeah. (laughs) You don't think there's, there's no wardrobe? No. Not for that budget. This part was also a tad deceiving to me because th- you see tits like five times. Or, oh, yeah. Like they just blow their load of tits like at the beginning of the movie. It's like five minutes of nudity. People are just flashing their tits to the camera. Like, oh, yeah, they're doing like a Girls Gone Wild thing. Yeah, basically. yeah. And then you're like, oh, everyone's going to be DTF and showing tits the whole movie. But that's only this like first 15 yeah, minutes. Yeah, as I said, I don't like, yeah. even though you, your main words were boobs and tits. Yeah. I don't feel like besides the opening, there was a lot of nudity. No. No. 
So back at the dock, all those fucking nerds that I was talking about earlier, they're late and they missed their fucking boat. So they try to commission a fishing boat from Clint Howard. Yeah, the, the front ye old sea captain. Yeah. To take them to the rave now that they missed the party boat. <laughs> and Captain Kirk, but no Captain Kirk jokes, bro. He's not into it. Oh, and then when Clint Howard walks on the deck, he has that hook hand. And I was like, dude, that's the fucking worst hook hand I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and then he hangs it up. And I'm like, oh, all right. right. Dude, yeah. Clint Howard was third build in the opening credits. It's probably was he really? he's one of the biggest stars just by association in the movie. Well, and you know you're in trouble then if he's the fucking biggest. He <laughs> <laughs> was one of the best parts of this. But the fishermen decline to take them because the island's called like the Island of the Dead. Isle del Morte. <laughs> Thank you, Mark. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> but Simon's like got money to burn. He's flashing his cash. He's like, oh, take us. I'll give you money. And then they do some terrible bartering where Captain Kirk whittles himself down from $600 to $500. But as they're about to leave, Jordan Casper, who I talked about earlier, was in the United States Marine Patrol. And her partner, MacGyver. Yeah, MacGyver. And they show up to board the ship. Apparently, it's like the second Friday of wait, the month. So wait, or they're in what organization? The United States Marine Patrol. Is that actually a thing? Or is that because that sounds yeah. like when a foreign dude is like, what would America call <laughs> their like people who patrol the coast? I think this is how they're getting guns into the movie. Yeah. I, I know, you but know I'm just I mean? wondering, like, is her organization an act? Oh, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> United States Marine Patrol. <laughs> <laughs> when they're out on the water because they're ditching Jordan Casper, even though she knows him really well, and I didn't really get that either because she's just going to find him later and say, dude. You, like, left. Yo, let me check your ship. How many fucking guns <laughs> you got on there? Yeah. They used to be in the military together. Yeah. That's what he was saying. Yeah, but then he's like, it's not my fault I still make her wet. <laughs> Women. Yeah, I don't know when they're in the military, because yeah. he looks like he was in the fucking Korean War, <laughs> and she looks like she's 28, so, but... Yeah. <laughs> he was her teacher. Yeah, oh, maybe. Oh, man. I felt like their ages didn't really line up to ever have served together, but... No, and I don't think she wanted to have sex with him. No. The most likely of scenarios, right? You'll see, Captain. Uh, best part of the trip, though, is when Greg pukes all over Cynthia's face in the shirt. I could have watched that fucking a hundred times. She got over pretty quick, though. She yeah. went in, cleaned herself up, and then back was like, I love you, babe. I thought she was going to complain for the rest of the trip. Oh, good for her. <laughs> yeah, she just let it go. <laughs> so this couple, Matt and girl... I don't know if we ever get her name, but she just takes off all her clothes, hops in the water. You only know Matt's name because she says it 400 times. 400 times. Jesus. What's weird about her is she seems to sense danger constantly, but doesn't really Doesn't move. get out of the water? No. Yeah. She's just like, whoa. And then, yeah, the very obvious Jaws music plays. Yeah, and they even do, like, hooter cam, you know, so you just get to see your boobs, and then we get to see, like, oh, here comes the creature that comes up, and then it doesn't. But something does grab her leg, right? I think. It's just the bubbles. I don't know. It's so badly shot and edited that you never fucking know. Yeah. I thought something grabbed her leg, but I could be thinking of a later scene. I think scene. that's what we thought was going to happen, but then it never did. <laughs> no, I feel like they kind of alluded to it, but never showed it. Yeah. So, like the like, the audience is just confused at this point. Doing yeah. the same thing we're doing right now. Yeah. yeah. And then she gets out of the water, but Matt is gone, leaving yeah. only his Pacifico. <laughs> I don't know. Because he just like passed out in one second. <laughs> well, the water was too cold for his wiener. <laughs> so he instantly went to sleep on like hard, jagged, rocky beach. <laughs> and back on the boat, Cynthia is topless, washing her tiny vomit-filled top vomit. in the sink. <laughs> and she noticed Clint Howard lurking, and she's like, what's up, bro? And he's actually not lurking. He wanted to give her a He cross. was lurking. I mean, a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. <laughs> 
<laughs> Probably. They're, they're not mutually exclusive. Yeah. <laughs> but they do have a completely casual conversation while our top is off. He was a gentleman. He wasn't even staring. Yeah, didn't even look. Yeah. Using peripherals. Yeah. I mean, he did give him a little, you know, honk honk when he left, but I figured that's just captain, you know, ship stuff. Captain beach boobs. <laughs> Oh, yeah, the chick from the thing, she lost Matt, so she's going searching for him, right? Matt! Matt! (laughs) (laughs) And then something is watching her, because you see the camera behind her. see Monster Vision. Yeah, and uh, she finds herself in an old churchyard, so she assumes that Matt went into a rotted building, apparently. (laughs) A dilapidated castle. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean, she's right. Egg on my face, he (laughs) was in there. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was was dead, but you know. Yeah, I was like, why the fuck would he be in there? I was like, oh shit, sorry. (laughs) You know him better than me. But then as she sees him, a zombie fucking rips his hand through and all their light switch eyes. Yeah, these fucking spirit store (laughs) zombies. Yeah, so she gets cuddled to death by red-eyed zombies. We don't get to see her die at all. Yeah. But yeah, then, oh, then the camera goes off the island and it's like a subliminal House of the Message flash of the game. Yeah. House of the Message. House, House of the, the dead. dead. I get what you meant. House of the Dead subliminal <laughs> message. House of the Message subliminal dead. <laughs> Captain Kirk gets the gang to the island, and they're apparently like, well, just drop us off anywhere, pal, because it doesn't seem like they know where they are, really. But as they head to the rave, Captain Kirk and Clint Howard are going to unload boxes of contraband and hide them on the island because they're being chased by that chick, which I still don't know how this plan is supposed to work they're, they're either. They're pirating it. They're going to bury their treasure, I guess. Yeah, and then- and find it later. He said oh, he'll come back when the heat is off. Yeah, but it takes them like four hours to unload. <laughs> yeah, just like four boxes and it takes them literally a day. Yeah, it's too much. Yeah. Alicia grabs the map from Simon and takes the lead and she says the word cartographer. Yeah. And oh, then, yeah. And then the dudes are like, whoa. <laughs> like they're super intimidated now. They know she's smart. Yeah, because apparently <laughs> knowing the pretty basic word cartographer <laughs> makes you a goddamn genius. Yeah. I was waiting for like the line where she's like, you guys are a couple of cartographers. Like, hey, lady, I never touched them. Like, uh, oh. I get it, yeah. but no, they were just dumb. Man, you should have wrote this movie. Um, They make it to the rave, and it's actually pretty dark by this point. The rave is totally deserted, like fucking Night of the Comet. There's clothes fucking everywhere. Bloody clothes on the ground. No one cares except the one lady. No one cares. She's like, she picks up a shirt covered in blood and goes, I think something happened here. I don't know. Let's get fucking partying. I'm like, yeah. One of the other girls, like, talks shit. Totally. Like, she's insane for thinking something. Yeah. She picks up the shirt and she's like, ooh, <laughs> like there's a ghost or something. I was like, what yeah. is going on? <laughs> the campsite's trashed. There's bloody clothes on the ground. Yeah, yeah. but everyone's just stoked because the kegs of beer are full. Okay, yeah, the beer works. <laughs> In BD, yeah. you know. <laughs> and, and then when the two guys are cheersing, they cheers in all these different languages. Yeah. And then they say, L'chaim. Yeah. And the other guy goes, uh. Okay, I guess so anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You pulls view on Jews and Yeah. Well, Look into his mind. <laughs> Paul was like, I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> don't like that one bit. Yeah. Because I got the impression the other guy, when he heard it, was kind of like, uh, I don't know if that's insensitive or not, but whatever. Oh, I assume that guy was Jewish. Oh, <laughs> then that's fucked up. <laughs> well, because he did the... And that's, and that's really important. Lahayim. <laughs> Yeah, see? Doesn't have the razzle-dazzle. Yeah, you got to practice. So Alicia, who is actually concerned about things, is like, I'm going to look for clues. Greg and Cynthia stay behind to fuck, but Simon and Carbon go so they can avoid their disgusting fucking pillow talk that we have to hear. And at this point, it's raining on the water, but the island is totally dry. 
Yeah, you know, no, the boat, it's like a torrential downpour, and mm-hmm. the island literally next to it, it's like the stars are out. Yeah, because yeah, Clint Howard's like unloading shit yeah, in the rain. in the rain. Yeah, and he's burying it in the woods, and when he does, he hears <laughs> something. A where? A who? <laughs> I mean, he was already spooked. I'm surprised they got him on the island. And that was part of it, too, because at this point, I'm like, now he's burying shit on the dark island. He wouldn't even go there at 5 p.m. Yeah. earlier for $600. He was terrified of the place. Yeah, because I feel like once it became night, it's done. Yeah. Or just pick a different island that isn't murder, death, zombie island. <laughs> yeah. But zombies swarm around him and then scream fade out. We don't get to you see You never see the zombies actually die. kill anyone. I, think I mean, a couple times, like, arm. you see them kind of overrush somebody, but you never see, like, a yeah. mouth to the neck. Like Only Matt. Yeah. Wait, which one was Matt? Uh, it was the first one, right? Yeah, this guy the whose girlfriend chest? goes oh, skinny yeah, dipping. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. How, to, how to forget Matt? <laughs> Don't forget and Matt. even then, the fucking lights are off in that scene, so it's like, yeah. is he okay? I mean, yeah. probably because they didn't want to actually do the effect, so they just like, hey, just make the scene real dark, and they won't see how shitty everything looks. <laughs> yeah. So, Clint Howard's dead. F. <laughs> F uh, chat. Yeah. Ugh, then we have to go back to Greg and Cynthia, and humpity bumpity was said more than once. Oh, I got that down too. <laughs> Better than schling schlong. No, I would rather watch Cool as Ice. Oh, I mean, I, uh, yeah, that's tough. That'd be like. I would happily watch Cool as Ice over this. That movie really just upsets me. What did you say in that movie? They're like, where are you going? He's like, oh, just sling a schlong. <laughs> I was like, how could anyone ever think this was cool? And then you look at how much money the movie made, and you're like, oh, no one did. <laughs> Patrice and I rented it. <laughs> like, <laughs> how could someone make that movie, and how could he agree to act in it behaving like that? And it was thinking, like 1991. I, I don't think that was cool. 1991. Was it cool well, as I, ice? Uh, no, I think he's the jumping the shark of like hip hop, right? When yeah. it finally got bought and sold. Yeah. And then, huh. Anyway. Humpity bumpity. <laughs> Greg says he has to pee, so he leaves, thank God. But he leaves her alone in the tent. Uh, Cynthia thinks, I don't know, she thought he was having erectile dysfunction instead of... It's, well, she just gave him shit about it. Yeah. Oh, it's weird, because they're like, yeah, let's fuck. And then as soon as they get there, he's like, I got pee. And he's like a little kid about it, like dancing back <laughs> and forth. Holding like, his t-shirt go. up. I gotta go. He was going to piss in the corner of the tent. She's like, go fucking outside, you asshole. What's wrong with you? Yeah. What he really would have done in real life is stuck his dick out the hole of the tent and pissed. <laughs> no. Yeah, then you don't have to go outside. That's how you get mosquito bites. That's what drunk dudes do. Because they're drunk. He's you don't drunk. You pee right next to your tent like a fucking animal. He's drunk and there's more tents because everyone's dead. Okay. I guess that's true. <laughs> yes. But he, he did go to the porta potty which is respectable. But also, that means he had to take a dump because he was just pissed outside. It really does. Why would you go into a porta potty when you have a penis? (laughs) Yeah. You're in the woods. Just pick a tree. Yeah. So Cynthia's waiting for Greg and zombie shadows start squiggling around outside the tent. And then we don't see her die either, but she falls over and screams before any of them get into the tent. And we are left to believe that she's probably dead. You know what it is? It's because gore effects are really expensive to do. I bet. So if you just don't ever show do the zombies hurting anyone, you never have to put in any expensive gore effects, mm-hmm. and you can More just titties. put that money into your titties titty budget or into your bank account. <laughs> More likely, your bank account. Fill the titty budget. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and four people have been killed so far, and we've actually only seen one get zombied up. Oh, wait. Just Matt. Yeah, you're right. Totally. Yeah. I think he's like the only one. So yeah. you know how House of the Dead, the game, you can make the blood green or red? I feel like this is the green blood version. <laughs> you could do that. You can make it like a, a PG version. Yeah, and the blood would be green instead of red. A lot of games still have that feature. Really? 
That's awesome. They do that because lots of countries um, have laws that you can't mm-hmm. have gore and blood in the games. But like, if you turn it green, all of a sudden they're cool with it. Yeah. Green's still fun. It's just you wish it were blood. Yeah. <laughs> like China. China plays lots of video games and they have lots of weird restrictive laws about what you can show. And a lot of video games will have a different cover. They can't show guns in a lot of countries yeah. on covers of games or like anything gory. So it's just us. <laughs> ah. God bless America. Yeah, USA, USA. Anyway, Alicia and the rest of the gang, they find a tiki hut that's apparently been there for centuries. <laughs> it really doesn't look like it, though. And there's torchlights already glowing and fog, so someone's home. <laughs> What's that face, Josh? I don't remember this part. Wait, what happens? Well, no, the guy, Simon's like, oh, that looks like it's been here for a millennia. Oh, she goes, centuries. Oh, they actually find the house. They find the house. Yeah. yeah. I want to say a tiki hut, though. It was like a castle. Why'd you call it a tiki hut? Because it looks like confused. a tiki hut. And there's tiki torches outside. It looks outside. like a rundown church, I'd say. Yeah. No, that's the next one. Wait, they find two places? We're, this is the same building. Yeah. This is the exact same building. The same we're set. There's only one building. Yeah. No, the there's, there's two. No, there's the house of the dead. Yeah, the you know, the house of the dead. The definitive house. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah, it's gone. <laughs> All right. Anyway, this goddamn movie. <laughs> so they're going inside the fucking house of the dead, apparently, not the Tiki <laughs> Hut. But Stitch Face is watching them. There's this man who's, <laughs> who's got a stitched up face, and you realize he is watching people in the woods. Whenever that guy pops on screen, it looks like he accidentally walked in front of the camera. <laughs> like he's just kind of like pops his head and just kind of keeps walking by. He looks yeah. like the vampire who's dating the the beast in What We Do in the Shadows. <laughs> it kind of looks like her boyfriend. Okay. <laughs> like, no? They don't have any explaining of him. And so, like, literally, as Mark said, it's like, you don't know who this is. They're like, okay, they look spooky. But every time they're in a scene, it looks like they were, like, Well, it's only his on face. Accident. It's like never anything yeah. else. It's just his face. Like, like he was walking by and looked over and it's like, what do you think, are you, are audience? You, are you recording me? <laughs> uh, Frank, you're in the shot. Get out of here. Well, they enter the house of the dead. <laughs> uh, so there's three people in the house already. Rudy, the camera guy, Liberty. Oh, right. And it turns out Rudy is Alicia's ex-boyfriend. So that's oh, cool. Yeah. They already know each other. And thankfully, camera dude filmed the rave and he gets to show them all the evidence that it was zombies but they still didn't believe it though they thought it was a practical joke well the part with the zombies is also like a bigfoot fucking thing it's just like all (laughs) shaking in the background but the tits are all really in focus (laughs) yeah they are yeah gotta pay those bills no one believed them but they still had an open conversation about george romero yeah yeah and like zombies and also i didn't really get the lore here because it really never was clear if you were bitten no if you were turned, and I don't think you were. Who knows? Because the girl who got killed, she became a zombie. Yeah, but she was killed by him. Yeah. Yeah, but she became a zombie in like 10 minutes, and the fucking captain never did. Well, maybe because she was murdered. You know, it's like the whole thing, if you get bit, it's like a slow process of turning. Oh, yeah, but because you never seen it, or you never see it in the movie, and they never explain it, it's like, does getting bit turn you, or do they kill you and then vomit like green zombie juice in your fucking mouth? Because like, they, <laughs> they have tricks they just don't use. Yeah, <laughs> they really do. <laughs> So now we have our fellowship, and they are not leaving without Cynthia and Greg, who are still at the fucking empty rave. So it's Rudy, camera dude, cute raver girl in an American flag onesie named Liberty, Alicia, Simon, and Karma. 
I was assuming Liberty just didn't give Rudy her name. Oh, maybe. <laughs> like they were like going to hook up and she's like, it's Liberty. Or maybe Liberty just defines her outfits. <laughs> it could be her raver name. Everything she owns. Yeah, it could be. I just pictured everything she owned as an American flag outfit. Uh, oh, and after the scene, you see the video game, of course, but this one cuts through a zombie's eye into the <laughs> next scene, uh, which is at the boat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really great editing. Is this where you, is this where you, is real fun journey? Shooting the zombies off his boat. Well, they're, they're just kind of swimming around while he's walking around yeah. on the boat. He's like, I don't want to walk around too much. Can I just stay in one spot and just have the zombies come to me? Yeah. He doesn't question the zombies like, oh, my God, the living dead are crawling into my boat. He looks yeah. more annoyed. He was very casual about it all. Yeah, like he's shooting rats like that are <laughs> on his deck of his ship. I go, another day. I think he was trying to channel Quint. Yeah, I from think he was Jaws a definitely going for like a tough grizzled sailor look, but it's mm-hmm. like you're not even gonna like raise an eyebrow to the fact that the zombies are crawling on your boat. He's like, bunch of crackheads swimming in from the beach. <laughs> Does this happen to you often? <laughs> it must. I mean, he's an ocean man. It's like you ever seen the Golden Child? Yeah. Yeah. But Eddie Murphy, the part yeah. where the demon is chasing him and the kid is like hella calm in the car seat, like the car ne- like seat next to him, and he just looks at the kid and is like, "This happened to you a lot." <laughs> Oh, yeah. yeah. I haven't seen that in a long fucking yeah, time. The movie's so good. I, at this point, too, Alicia was, like, kind of my favorite character. But then now she's talking to Rudy. She asks if he's hooking up with Liberty when they're walking back to the rave. And she's like, let me give you a tip. I don't think she's a natural red, white, and blue. And I was like, fuck you. What does that even mean? She's undocumented. And, <laughs> yeah. And for two, you think he's not going to fuck her because you're racist? <laughs> like, that doesn't... Was that racism? I yeah, I think she's implying of... that she's not American. Oh, I thought it was just some kind of pubic hair joke. I'm... <laughs> she's like, I don't think she's a I mean, natural. It makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. Red, white, and blue. I mean, if I pulled down her pants and she had a fucking red, white, and blue bush, I'd be impressed. I, I yeah, I'd clap. Good job. Well done, Liberty. <laughs> All right, so they fucking finally get back to the rave grounds, but Alicia starts shouting for her friends because now that she's seen evidence of zombies, she now doesn't believe anything's going on, even though she did earlier. But Greg is knocked over in a porta potty, I guess, when the zombies swarmed, and he's a lot less covered in feces than I thought he would be. Yeah, yeah well, I mean, a lot, a lot of people poop in those. The rave just started, right? Yeah, I guess it was only like, what, an hour before they got right. killed? Yeah. Did we see them get attacked? Only in this video clip. Only in the video, yeah. Mm, There's right. a scene where a couple's fucking like, by the rave, and they get attacked. Right. So I was kind of like, oh, okay. They don't even get he attacked. Just, she screams or whatever. Yeah, I think she just goes... to the show what's going on. Yeah, I think she's like getting head, and she goes, what's that? And there's just like shuffle, shuffle in the... Woods. Dude, that was awesome, because she was on bottom, and she was pushing the guy's head down to her pussy. I loved it. I didn't know this movie was such a feminist flagpole, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so they start to look for Cynthia, sort of. There's a part where the camera guy literally just kicks at one of the tents while they're, like, looking for her. She runs out, and she's a total full-on squiggle-legging zombie now. Yeah, she all squiggle-legged him. Dude, she... ripped his fucking head off, dude. Like, she's, like... She twisted his head off. I was like, whoa. Yeah. With ease, too. Yeah, like yeah. the fucking mountain, like, <laughs> twisting your neck, dude. She yeah. just spun it around like it was... No fucking big deal. <laughs> easy come, easy go for him. <laughs> Casper shows up. She's still in the movie. Just teleported to the island. Yeah, she shoots Cynthia in the head, so Cynthia's dead. F. <laughs> Karma seemed kind of concerned about Cynthia for a second, but everyone got over it real quick. Yeah, they don't really mourn anyone for very long in this no. movie. Mm-mm. Casper kind of takes the command, and she's like, let's all go to Captain Kirk's boat. I don't know why she didn't want to go to her boat, since when they get down there, she wants to go back to her boat. Because she still wanted to do her job. Well, she says something about she had to like move because... She had to catch him. Yeah, I don't know. Again, not concerned with the zombie she just killed. Right. She wants to go bust him for fucking uh, gun smuggling. 
Yeah. That's stupid. Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> so we're back at Captain Kirk's ship and we see a zombie gracefully swimming underwater and he's holding his breath. I mean, that shot wasn't terrible. No. The underwater scenes were actually okay. Yeah, because they, they bought those for titties. Is, what, is it is this the movie Zombie where the, the actor, the stuntman actually got attacked by a shark? When he was yes. swimming in the water. Oh, yeah, and he fucking fights it. Yeah. And he fucking, yeah, he stabs it with his diving knife. And they just thought it was so fucking cool, they left it in the movie. Dude, if I'm injured in any way on the movie, you better keep that shit in. That's my <laughs> the, best acting. Like, literally, <laughs> it makes no fucking sense that the zombie is, like, all of a sudden super fast, pulls a knife out, and get fucking attacks the shark. Where did the zombie have the knife? Okay, whatever. They're just like, that that's fucking rad. dope. Let's leave it in. <laughs> Keeping it, that. It was dope. <laughs> or maybe he was just like, I just got attacked by a shark. I'm not shooting it again. I, yeah. I'm not shooting it <laughs> yeah. again. So they're all walking back to Captain's ship, and old Stitch Face is still watching them walk through the Disney jungle adventure ride on the bridge. <laughs> and it looks terrible. <laughs> the random bubbly water. Yeah, it's like someone dropped hella dry ice in the fucking pool. <laughs> but yeah, they're attacked, and somehow Rudy smashes his hand through a nail. Oh, uh, the random YouTube video I've been talking about, they actually explain why the scene's in there. There's a bit of trivia. Apparently, the actor, Rudy, at some point during the shoot, burnt his hand. Oh. So there's a bandage on it. And they just did that to explain why the bandage is on there. Because, it, like, like anyone fucking care would question I had this n- movie and <laughs> wonder why the bandage was there. Yeah. I saw that he had it when they first hooked back up with him, but I just assumed he got it fighting zombies in the earlier Yeah, scene. like, <laughs> no one would have ever questioned it. But yeah. they needed a, they shot a whole fucking scene to explain it. Yeah. I like how he thinks of filling in the plot holes. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's where you're concerned. Yeah. They're playing techno music every time there's a zombie attack, and it just it makes it that Uwe much Bull more comical. loves techno. It's in all of his Jesus. movies. He's German. Yeah. And I mean, I don't Sprockets, mind it. man. I don't mind it, but it doesn't really fit. And it's also every single scene, I feel like you're like chugging Mountain Dew. <laughs> like In the cemetery scene when they're fighting all the zombies and that rap music starts. Oh, no. I had the uh, captions on, and it said, music. Indistinct dialogue. Oh, yeah. Oh, mine said the words. Oh, really? Did it? Yeah. Or it was just like an audiable voice or something yeah. like that. Oh, really? Yeah. Bringer of the violets. House of the Dead. Is it House yeah. of the Dead rap? I actually yeah. paid no attention to it. No, I mean, it wasn't that great, but I, yeah. you know, I respected the fact that they had their own song. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, so for some reason when they get to the ship, Simon dives in the water and then it's just like a video game because then he dives in, so two zombies jump in. Right. And then another zombie pops out of the water. Yeah. It's terrible. And then Casper's on the deck, like, shooting them. While was he's... he on land at this point? No, he was on land because yeah. Yeah, the ship was overrun. They, yeah. Yeah, but why did he dive in the water? Because he was just desperate to get out of the uh, off the island. They were like, don't jump in the water. He's not safe. And he was like, fuck this shit. He is a real idiot. Yeah. Not a lot going on between the ears. Yeah. Well, Simon gets, like, water strangled by a zombie, and Liberty jumps in the water to save him. She gets water strangled. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, but Captain Kirk is on a hill. (laughs) Fucking sniper rifle. (laughs) Yep. Dropping headshots. Yep, popping heads. Popping heads, man. mm -hmm. Just clicking on heads. (laughs) Uh, Liberty is attacked, but she actually kind of fucks that zombie up. She stabs it and fucking headbutts it and shit. It was pretty yeah. rad. Yeah, they, uh, again, I think this might be a little bit of uh, racism in play, but yeah. <laughs> she's oh. definitely a very... <laughs> she kicks and stuff because she's yeah, knows martial she's arts. Yeah, she's martial arting them, yeah. yeah. At one point, I was like, oh, Liberty knows karate. Of course she does. But um, she kicked ass. She's all right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, she was my favorite character, so... <laughs> she kept it tight, kept it right, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Well, Captain Kirk does get bit when he's killing the zombie that's on Liberty, but he gets to kill the zombie too, so win-win, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. He seems all right with being bit. doesn't really affect him. Yeah. Yeah. Because, again, the rules aren't really established in this movie. Yeah. Because when he walked over to Rudy, he was like, 
oh, I've been bit. Rudy's like, ah, oh, bummer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, Rudy is pre-med. Yeah. So he, like, treats the fucking captain. But during that time, Simon, like, fucking loses his cool and starts big leaguing like a dead zombie. And he's like, you won't fuck with us now. Yeah. What's up, bro? And then, like, the zombie wakes up and spits, like, acidic bile in his fucking face. Because they can do that. Which I thought was, like, the stomach acid. Yeah, that's what I assumed, no, was too. Like, that was, like, acid spray. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With um, a fucking acid mouth. Because it's like, oh, he spit acid in his face. Because yep. apparently zombies can do that now. Yeah, why not? Why Why weren't you doing that the whole time? Yeah. I think it's, like, your last ditch defense, you know? If I was a zombie with bile, I would just be running and spitting bile everywhere. Yeah. Like a fucking boomer in Left 4 Dead. I think there was one in um, Left 4 Dead 2 that actually did that. Spitter, yeah. There was a spitter. Mm-hmm. Oh. The, the spitter was in 2. The boomer was like, bruh, bruh, but then he'd puke up stuff and spray it at yeah. you. The witch. Well, the boomer had that power, too. No, the spitter literally mm-hmm. just put down, like, acid puddles. That game was yeah. fun. I'd watch that movie. Me, too. <laughs> oh, Alicia asked the captain, tell me the tale of the island of the dead, which is the island they're on. But apparently, a crazy Spanish padre named Castillo, oh, yeah. <laughs> Castillo Somano was banished from Spain 100 years ago for doing, like, fucked up experiments on people, I guess. And then they do a sepia memory scene. So instead of killing him, they just ship him elsewhere. Yeah. Yeah. But apparently that guy, the Sermano guy, killed everyone on that ship. And then when he came to the island, he enslaved all the locals and burned his ships or some shit. Mm. So that's the tale of the fucking island. Somehow built that house. Yeah. So now Casper wants to go back to her boat and use the CB for help. She picks Greg to come with her because he isn't all banged up. But when Casper and Greg leave, believe it or not, they get attacked. What? She tells Greg to run, and he does. <laughs> <laughs> so he hides under a log because apparently he smelled like poop so they couldn't smell him or something. <laughs> but he snaps a branch, and then they all turn around and fucking like swarm him. Which was a Lord of the Rings reference. <laughs> Same way they hid from the ring rats. Yeah, like they recreated that scene. When fucking Clint Howard gives her the cross, huh? she's like, whatever, Gandalf. Is this, yeah. is this after yes. Lord of the Rings? It's like oh. two yeah. years or something after. Maybe one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah who knows? Okay. No one will ever know. Um. <laughs> There's no way to find out. And the zombies are fast. Yeah, yeah they're squiggle legs. Yeah. They're all over the place. Yeah, they're yeah. fast, boy. And like, there's lots, boy, of, lots of different camera angles still. Like, you get Greg's <laughs> running face, and then you get cute little zombie faces afterwards because it's just <laughs> their face. Yeah. They had every kind of camera you can put in a movie in this fucking thing. Yeah. <laughs> and then the blood wipe. Yeah. Swipe. Is the blood swipe happened? Mm-hmm. Oh, this was like the first time when a character dies to do the spin around him. And, it, and then the screen goes red like you died. Oh, yeah. So when he, quote unquote, gets killed, you can't really tell because then it's like it's like a, you're choosing a video game character. So they swirl around him in a 360 thing. And then, like Mark said, the screen just goes red because it means he died. Yeah. And they don't do it for everybody. No. It's only him and Liberty, right? Because the blonde girl from the beginning didn't get one. So I think these are only playable characters. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Captain Kirk takes everyone to like the boxes he was hiding and he uh, arms the crew. <laughs> well, this arm smuggling is just literally random, random guns <laughs> just picked randomly and thrown into a it's box. It's like a Tommy gun, a Desert Eagle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like a hodgepodge of shit. There's like yeah. cigars and machetes in there. And then when he opens it, he goes, Let me introduce you to my little friend, which is not the quote from Scarface. No. <laughs> <laughs> what I thought when he said that too is I thought they were going to get all fucking coked out and then just run as fast as they could. <laughs> <laughs> to the fucking uh, that would have been better. ship, and then I was like, oh, it's guns. All right, Could have cut a whole half an hour off the movie if they did that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they swim back to Seattle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, 
Karma gets the double fist, and it reminded me of when you put in quarters on both sides of House of the Dead yeah. so you can, like, use both guns. <laughs> the thing is, they all, like, pick their weapon, and there's, like, make a big deal of, like, the weapon that each person's picking. And then when they get to the fucking scene, they all have different guns. Yeah. Like, yeah. they all, like, the lady who had the handguns has a shotgun. The other guy had an Uzi. Yeah. Everyone forgot what they recorded, <laughs> yeah. they filmed yesterday. Yeah. Literally, yeah. They probably forgot what they handed out. We're too lazy to go check. Oh, and we're just like, you know, pick what you want. Which one did he have? I don't know. It doesn't fucking matter, man. <laughs> this is where the rest of the movie just becomes all the same, right? Yeah. Yeah. So the whole second act, last act, I guess, is like just if you f- thought the first part was a slog, get ready yeah. because the whole last half is just like walking through waist deep yeah. fucking swamp shit. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. I stopped the movie for like 20 minutes to do something and I did not want to start it up again. It was very hard. It was like taking a knife out of my stomach and then putting it back in. <laughs> That's funny. I like went upstairs and like fiddled around up there and went to the bathroom and like poked at things and like brushed my teeth. <laughs> Came back down. Nothing had changed. It was the same shitty action scene. <laughs> I went up there like three oh, I know four what minutes scene ago. That is. It was like 20 minutes long. It yeah. Was... And more techno music. Faster than ever. <laughs> then Mark's favorite song, the House of the Dead theme, loops. For like 15 minutes. Yeah. Bring her up the vengeance. <laughs> I thought he said The Matrix at first, but it's not. Check out The Matrix. That's another <laughs> movie that came out recently. <laughs> and then zombies start springing out of nowhere. Literally, you can see springboards and like zombies bouncing. <laughs> yeah. Off of backflips and shit. But I don't understand. And sometimes they're just standing there doing nothing and like waiting in line to be killed. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, me? My turn? Your turn? My turn? Oh, oh, sorry. Okay, you go. You go. The zombies (laughs) are just very inconsistent. This fight scene is so long, so there's a lot of different things that happen here. So they do like a long like Reservoir Dog style like shot where they're all like. Yeah, lined up like, yeah. Yeah. Shooting it once. Yeah, shooting it once. I guess it was pretty cool, but. No. (laughs) <laughs> was not. <laughs> and then we start getting more 360 shots where we spin around each person so it's like, liberty. Yeah, you know, because there's that one fucking part of the Matrix, that single part of the Matrix that did that. Yeah. So every fucking action movie after that had to fucking do that. The main thing that you have to do in every movie is if someone, like, tries to punch you or something that you lean back hella far in yeah. slow-mo, that's the real Matrix thing. <laughs> or the fucking crane kick that they lampooned forever. Or not the crane kick, whatever. You know where she was all pirouetted in the sky and they it, fucking zoomed around her? Oh, yeah. And then like a million parody movies was, all fucking did that. Yeah. The karate kid kick. <laughs> yeah, I was like, Alicia can now jump 15 feet into the air yeah. and shoot flying zombies who are throwing hatchets at her? Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> Literally does a backflip and throw a fucking hatchet at her. But then, don't forget, she knows how to fence. Yeah, well, <laughs> so, she's nimble. I wrote down, I was like, oh, Liberty knows karate. And I was like, oh, now they all know karate. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then there's rapid flashes of the game. In between, zombies are getting blasted. Some of the deaths are kind of cool. Some heads explode and stuff. It's it's just kind of fucking nuts. Um, more notable kills. Uh, there's one where Alicia grabs a road flare and she thinks she's fucking Dr. Grant from fucking Jurassic Park and like waves it back and forth like it's a fucking T-Rex and it follows it. Uh, and I was like, that's fucking weird. Oh, that works. attracted to light, apparently. Yeah, Rudy clotheslines one of them. <laughs> and then I also put that uh, Alicia blasts a grenade without oh, any warning. She just yeah. like throws yeah. it. <laughs> just tell anyone. One down a well. And I'm like, There's no fucking zombies down there, you idiot. (laughs) Yeah, she needed to get rid of it. (laughs) This scene also appears to end like three or four times, and it just doesn't stop. Constant kicking and slow motion and shooting, explosion, clips of the game, zombies waiting in line to be shoved. You can see the dolly tracks on the ground. 
in this scene. Oh, you could. On the very first scene where they're all lined up walking towards it and it's like following them, yeah. you can see the tracks <laughs> from the fucking dolly that they have on the camera Yikes. was on. Uva. Uva, come on. <laughs> come on, Uva. They make it to the church after like 10 minutes, but it's locked. So they have to hold the zombies off. And then Rudy and Casper try to go break into a window, which I don't know why it took them so long to think of it. Liberty ends up getting eaten alive and she gets another 360 camera fucking screen for her she gets a whole flashback sequence where they show you the whole fucking fight over again so you're like you've watched like 10 minutes of this goddamn fight and then once she dies she goes rudy and then like he has like he's like no i thought i was gonna have a seizure i honestly i've never felt like uncomfortable in like a movie before that actually kind of i was like i had to look away right i was like oh this is making me spinny i was concerned that i was gonna like start (laughs) Freaking the fuck out. Like, and I never, re- I've never believed people and they're like, oh, it gave me a seizure. I'm like, yep, yeah, right. <laughs> but then I was like, holy shit, maybe TV can give you a fucking seizure. And this was the first time I ever thought that was real because it's like five times faster than anything else has been, if not 10. I also like that he was experiencing memories from the scenes that he wasn't in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He was like, oh, that boat trip over to the island. He's like, wait, I wasn't on that boat. <laughs> yeah. Finally, he snaps out of it. Goes through the window. Casper tries to join him, but her legs are hacked off by hatchet zombies. <laughs> yep. That's exactly what happened. But <laughs> her little stumps just sitting there on the ground. She's not being glib about that. That's literally just what happened. No, and the blood was like CG'd yeah. around her and it looked terrible and it changed colors. It was like a cartoon of like a beaver eating wood and like the wood shavings <laughs> go everywhere. I hate CG blood in horror movies. Yeah. It always fucking... just looks so shitty. I thought at first maybe they were using chocolate syrup like fucking Hitchcock and I was like, dude, he used black and white. Yeah, yeah they had to use chocolate syrup. <laughs> well, Rudy finally fucking opens the door. Like, it seems like forever, because he has a scene where he's, like, mourning Casper, and they're all still fighting outside. Yeah. They're like, hey, we're dying, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And fucking the captain gets downed, and his leg is fucking wrecked, because he's standing by himself with a machete hacking zombies <laughs> while everyone's screaming. Again, oh. it's exactly what happened. <laughs> <laughs> so they board themselves in. The captain hasn't turned. He's just getting patched up. Simon looks at the hole in his face from the acid, gets a little self-conscious, and uh, calls himself the elephant man. To all... on her soapbox, yeah. You all know how I feel about that. Karma tells him he's still hot. Chicks dig scars, so they make out a bit. And then Rudy and Alicia notice the zombies are actually removing their dead from the battlefield, which is never really explained. It's not reanimate them, I suppose. Just over and over? I don't know. Like, reuse the parts? Again, as you've said, they don't explain the rules at all. Like, Because at some points they're saying he has to make them, and then at other points they just come to life. The blood, yeah. And they get in, like, a weird fight about Casper's death, and then they make out, too. Liberty's dead, and Alicia's looking pretty good these days. I've never seen more awkward kissing in my life than these two scenes. (laughs) I have. Radical Jack. Radical Jack. (laughs) so uncomfortable. Yeah. Alicia finds a ship journal that confirms Captain Kirk's story from earlier. (laughs) Yeah. And then he tells them, he's like, you guys should, like, bail and, like, hold up in the house somewhere else because I'm gimpy. For some reason, they couldn't take him. I think they could have. But anyway, they leave him, they search the house, and then they find the horror movie prop room. (laughs) And it's just like fucking jars and liquids. Yeah, beakers and shit, yeah. That's a good that's a good description yeah. of it. Yeah, and I mean their heads in jars, zombies lying all over the place. It kinda reminded me of Hellraiser Hellworld where <laughs> <laughs> where the kids all look through Lance Hendrickson's like collection of Hellraiser shit, but that was fucking way cooler. And it's not even the best Hellraiser. Yeah, way cooler. <laughs> 
They're all good, every one of them. Well. Anyway, Alicia finds a microscope, but since she's a fencing a dumb, major, dumb. Oh. <laughs> yeah, she uh, she has to get Rudy to look into it. And apparently, because he's pre med, he knows exactly what's going on with this. Yeah, experiment. they have this old timey like steampunk looking microscope, <laughs> which can see lo- down to the cellular level. The cells actually moving on the fucking like on. And the you're slide. a biochemistry major. They're just Vagina. dots. You're looking at little tiny dots. You're a gynecologist. <laughs> I'm not a gynecologist. <laughs> You're a cardiologist. Yeah. So he noticed blood cells under the microscope, but they're not human. Some kind of mutation. Yeah. He's never seen anything like it. It's, it's fucking genius. Fuck, yeah. <laughs> okay, dude. All right, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Put it away. Well, yeah, that's but... foreshadowing. Why he says it's genius. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Foreshadowing yeah. to the stupid fucking twist. He's, yeah. he's still in his holes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Captain Kirk hears someone like whistling, love me tender outside. And I was like, it must be Omar from The Wire, since I've been <laughs> watching The Fucking Wire and zombies can't whistle. They yeah. don't even have spit. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. So one of their new powers is they can they can talk now, or they can whistle at least. Because <laughs> yeah. it's zombie Clint Howard. He's got his hook back, but he's not looking too good. Kurt walks outside and pops him in the head, but he's still alive yeah. because yeah. he's a zombie. The horror. Because <laughs> they don't explain how you kill them. Sometimes right. they die from like chest shot and fly across the fucking battlefield. Other times you shoot them in the brain and they're just fine. Mm-hmm. Actually, they're all pretty good at shooting zombies, considering none of them have ever really shot a gun. Yeah. I mean, yeah, if their backstories are air, not revealed at all, somehow they, <laughs> yeah, they were all like military people. Yeah. And underwear models. Yeah. There were some like wrestling moves going on, too. <laughs> they did do my favorite thing, though, when people are using guns in movies and they like they throw the bullets out of the guns. Oh. Like they don't just keep their hands still. They're like like throwing the gun forward with every <laughs> shot. My favorite thing ever. Yeah. Like, blam, blam, blam. Yeah, yeah, like, I'm shooting a gun right now. Pew, pew. (laughs) You didn't give them any training at all, or to at least make the gun look like it has weight. Yeah. But Rudy hears the shot outside, and he heads out, but realizes Captain Kirk's on a death mission. Captain uses his cigar to light up a stick of dynamite, which would have been cool, except he blew open the fucking door. Yeah. So, <laughs> like the whole front of the house off. Yeah. So that kind of sucked. He could have scooped back a little bit. but there's, And then there's like four more times that someone blows up the door that was <laughs> holding the zombies yeah. back. Yeah. They lock themselves in the laboratory they were in, and Alicia sees that gross creature that you're saw. It's like a big fluke. It's like a, a snake with a human face. It's like a sperm fish with a kind of a scary yeah. human face. It gives Alicia a jump scare because its face like slams against the wall. Yeah. It was actually pretty creepy looking. Looked like the fair-haired child kind of. <laughs> <Kinda. laughs> and then like the other lady just walks up and like ah and shoots the fucking dang. Blam, blam. And I was like, why would you do that? So now the blood is filled with reanimated blood and there's corpses lying around because the lab's all messy. Rudy tells everyone what's happening. The blood's reanimating them because he learned it from the fucking microscope. Then they lock themselves in the closet of the lab, but that door hella sucks. There's just a ton of gunpowder there for no reason. Yeah, and they find a trap door, but apparently Simon doesn't understand come on. Well, he was being pinned down by a dude, barely. He was being half-heartedly held onto by a friend. One of the guys like, Simon, come on. He looks down. I was like, no one's yelling at you from under you, bro. What the fuck? So he just stands there and waits. Zombie arm. Now he's stuck. And then he sacrifices himself. Before he goes out, he shoots a pile of those barrels Josh was talking about. Barrels, like a video game. There's just barrel. Well, I mean. Yeah. It it is. Source material. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) It is a video game. But now we get a fucking Matrix bullet shot in slow-mo. And I feel like it was like 
extra slow mo. <laughs> it was like the slowest mo. He's like, oh, we gotta pad this movie out to at least an yeah. hour and a half. Make that bullet last thirty six seconds. <laughs> yeah. But the explosion blows up the house completely, and the last three survivors do an explosion dive into an underground catacomb. We have Rudy, Alicia, and Karma left. By the way, we haven't talked about the fact that Alicia took off her coat, and she's wearing like the skimpiest tank top ever. She looks good. Hey, I don't mind it. Yeah. There's like a part where they dive out of another explosion. It's just her boobs in slow-mo. Boobs shaking around. Yeah. <laughs> Stared her boobs floating in the air. And this movie kind of ruined <laughs> boobs for me. Really? No. I was pretty pleased with the boobs. They're, they're all right. <laughs> I'm, I'm cool with penises too. <laughs> boobs, awesome. penises, and movies. Throw them all in. Very progressive of you. Yeah, fuck it. Why not? I want to <laughs> see some weird shit. So when they walk through the like catacomb, it's just like another level of a game. Yeah. But some cool zombies actually jump out of the wall. They all look like Stephen King from Creepshow 1. The walls are. Yeah, because those are in the game. I know, but they look cool, and they were covered with moss and stuff. But, I mean, again, they couldn't kill anyone. Karma completes her trope of the black person who sacrifices themselves for their friends. (laughs) Like Chef. Yeah. Yeah. But, however, the last three deaths were sacrifices. So I'm not sure if that trope holds up then. Ah, because she wasn't the only one. Right. And she was, like, third in line. Yeah. And she didn't yeah. get a, a spinny camera thing death, did well, she? Well, I think Liberty was the last one to get it, right? Yeah, I think they only did the two. Yeah. And they only rented the cameras for a day. <laughs> <laughs> you guys didn't show up. <laughs> you didn't show up to optional spinny camera day. You don't get a spinny camera death screen. So all of a sudden, Greg comes out of a hole in the wall wearing a cloak. Oh, yeah. And you're like, what the fuck is going on? Whoa, Greg, thought you died, buddy, because you never see him die. Well, he did get the spinny camera. Yeah, spinny camera. And he kills the last zombie with a sword because the other ones died eating karma. All of a sudden, there's only well, one the zombie. Well, the boss showed up. They don't know that yet, but yeah. the boss is there, you know? Mm-hmm. They back it up. Yeah. He leads them to the like a cultist like alchemy lab or something, which is another lab underground in this house. This is the original lab. Yeah, but just as it's Greg, it's not Greg. <laughs> Mission Impossible style. Yeah. He pulls his fucking face off. It's face like, off. It's been Tom Cruise the whole time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, and apparently Greg didn't have a lot of blood in his skin, but that's all right. So Stitch Face is wearing Greg's face. It's like the poorest man's Hannibal Lecter. Rudy gets grabbed by some cool-looking Spanish zombies. They have those old, like... Kids door hats. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, that's a cool fucking outfit. They hold him down and force him to listen to Stitch Face's old man story about shit that happened 100 years ago. Yeah. And then there was a part where Rudy's like, you created the blood so you could be immortal. Why? And then he's like... To live forever. Yeah. And that was his answer. Never gonna die. <laughs> like, he just said the same thing. Why did you create that juice that could make you live forever? To live forever. Yeah. To be immortal. Pre-med. <laughs> Cornell. Cornell. <laughs> yeah. Rudy gets himself free from the zombies while Stitch Face is rubbing up on Alicia. And it's probably the worst and slowest fight scene they're just barely hitting each other and barely kicking at this point. I mean, they must be exhausted. Are talking about the sword fight? No, this is before okay. when they're still underground. Uh, Rudy does drop a grenade, and that's when we get to see Alicia's Hooters in slow motion in the air. as they jump out of the House of the Dead and escape the blast. But Stitch Face is fucking still alive. I mean, he's all burnt up, but he's all right. Yeah, he doesn't give a fuck. He can live forever, right? <laughs> he's immortal. Yeah. Graft some new skin on there. Yep. He uh, runs through the explosion with a sword. Then they have a three-way sword and hatchet fight. 
But of course, we don't miss a fucking angle. Jesus. Because we get to spin all around them as they're fucking fighting. Like so, over and over so again. So we can throw up. Uh, <laughs> Rudy gets clotheslined by him, though, and it leaves Alicia to sword fight alone. And now Mark knows why. Because she can fence, which is a totally different sword than the sword she's <laughs> yeah. using. Yeah, literally nothing, nothing in common. No. But The principles are there. Balance, I guess. Yeah. The fundamentals are still there. No. She does pretty well, considering they're both terrible at fighting. <laughs> Stitch Face does kick her in the face, and she wasn't even phased. She also does a Sea Viper like sweep kick <laughs> on him, and I was like, whoa. But he does stab her through the heart. All her fencing training was for naught. She's fine, though. Well. <laughs> yeah, it's insane. So Rudy chops off Stitch Face's head, but the body is still moving, and the head's like watching. So Alicia gets up, which is physically impossible, since the sword was removed from her body. Her heart, yeah. yeah Literally so stabbed in the chest. She she would have to bleed out in like 30 seconds oh, to she, two yeah, minutes. Yeah. Like uh. one, So if you have something stabbed and you're supposed to leave it in till you get to the hospital and they can like fix it because you pull it out and you just bleed out, right? Yeah. yeah. Don't, don't bleed out, guys. <laughs> That's a note from the Intermission Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> she gets up and she's able to smash his head with her boot and it looks rad. And then she falls over right after. But so. she's still okay. Literally. Well, yeah. I mean, you find yeah. out that, you know, he used this serum on her. Yeah. Like much of this movie, it's very yeah. confusing what it, happened. It's, it's it's loosely implied. Yeah, it's very He's loose. He's like, what did I do? Like, wow, what cost did I do to bring her back or whatever? I'm like, what did you do? Yeah. <laughs> After an indeterminate amount of time, um, a helicopter lands where Rudy is. And like FBI agents. Yeah. It's like AMS response team, and I think that's the response team from the game. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. Dang. But they have like this weird conversation where they're like, who are you? Oh, who are you? What are you doing here? I don't know. What are you doing here? And the guy's like, oh, we're here to save you. And then like Rudy's like, oh, yeah. all right. Thanks for showing up. And I was like, what is going on? And they're like, she all right? And he's like, does she look okay? And I was like, what is this? <laughs> Just get the ambulance people and throw them under. Don't you have EMTs? What the fuck? And he has a dead body. Arrest him. I don't know. She's not dead. <laughs> Something. She's moving around. I don't know. She might be undead, but. She's not doing good. No. And then he reveals his name, Rudolph. Rudolph Curian. And yeah, the Curian case is the case in House of the Dead. So you find out that this movie is a fucking prequel to the video game. Right. No, it's, oh, right. I'm pretty sure Curian's the bad guy in the second one. Curian is actually the guy in the game who made the blood stuff. Okay. It wasn't this Spanish guy. It was actually Curian, and then it just went wrong. And that's oh, basically... So a prequel. He implies that he reanimated Alicia, and so now he's headed to the city with a squiggle egg zombie. Is she? she I mean, I don't... He's, he said really something, right, Mark? Yeah. Well, do you remember what he said? I, I, I don't. But he, even when I went to the Wikipedia page, God help me, they say that like he brought her back. Yeah, because he's like, the shit you do for love, who knows what she would become. Yeah, like what is she going to be? It's kind of a sloppy cut to the Kyrian case of House of the Dead 1, 2, I think in 3. <laughs> the Kyrian case of Benjamin Button. That's right. The <laughs> exactly. Kyrian case of Benjamin Button. The end. Roll credits. We did it. Listen to Rap Rock. Question mark? Yeah. <laughs> rap Rock, pretty difficult at the end too, but I like to sit through the credits if I can. <laughs> it's polite. For all the people who died making this movie. <laughs> You're supposed to sit to the end. I I think at like red carpet releases and stuff or yeah, like film concerned. festivals. You're supposed to give a credit to the people. Yeah, man. They used to do all the credits in the beginning and not mention anyone until <laughs> George Lucas did it in American Graffiti because they didn't even have like the gaffers and shit. Just like the if, actors, yeah. Yeah, ah. if you watch old Hitchcock movies, they're all in the beginning until American Graffiti. It's like Alfred Hitchcock, Alfred Hitchcock, Alfred Hitchcock. Frank. <laughs> well, I think the uh, Guild did that. Well, now like, there's the unions. Doing I mean, stuff. 
think of something like fucking the Avengers. How many people worked on that shit? Yeah, but I think I think all the fact that they have to be credited is all part of their fucking union contracts and shit. Yeah. Well, George invented it. Okay, <laughs> we'll say that. <laughs> Way to go, yeah. George. He just wanted to give everyone credit. Giant nerd. Okay, so this movie. Any final thoughts? I have some. I'm. <laughs> I mean, I'm very sad. I picked it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, it was rough. I was like, Mark, how could you? But it's my pick this time. Is it? Oh, yeah. And you think I'm going to let you get away with this, huh? Josh, you picked Radical Jack? Yeah. (laughs) All right. I could have sworn that was a Tiffany pick. I mean, Um, it's pretty interchangeable. Yeah. Yeah. We're like brothers. (laughs) Um, These are problems I had. (laughs) All these characters did not have any senses. No, at, at all. no self-preservation. So skills. they would just stand in places, including the zombies. They yeah. just stand in places and you could literally get up like a centimeter behind them and they wouldn't feel, notice, smell, yeah. hear yeah. anything. And then you could kill people. The music was terrible and hokey. And if the music is supposed to be 50 percent of your film, it's like 100 percent bad. <laughs> <laughs> the characters were just like filler people like they didn't really exist as like a, as a, as a person. I don't know. Like nothing about them made me care about them. No, not at all. And, and they like named off all their shit in the beginning to try to establish a character background, but there really wasn't anything. It was like a high school girl wrote it and like, Karma has a crush on Simon, but she doesn't know that he has a crush on Alicia. But Alicia still likes her ex-boyfriend, Rudy. Yeah. You just say like, it into that noir fucking detective voice. Yeah. <laughs> she had long legs that wouldn't quit. Mid city. Yeah. <laughs> That's what Corruption to the heart. It was a dame that walked in that day. It's always a dame. I don't think they ever achieved the artisticness (laughs) that they were trying to go for or even suspense that they were trying to achieve with the camera work. There were literally times where you'd watch the camera and someone's just shaking it. It's a classic case of being... Benjamin Button. (laughs) Declaring case of Benjamin Button. Classic case of guy on the ground. (laughs) Uh, It's a classic case of being down with the sickness, I think. (laughs) Too down with it. What happens when you try to matrix a Blair Witch? (laughs) So, ratings, reviews. I mean, I know it's 41st out of 100 bad films of 2000. <laughs> really? Yes. That's pretty good. <laughs> so, the budget was about $7 million. Opening weekend, it made about $5.5 million. And it grossed $10 million. So, I mean, it made its money back. He's making money. No, that's a huge loss. He, so when it, when, he made like $3 million more. It's weird because like a movie has to make about double what it costs to make it to break even. Hmm. Because there's lots of costs when they give you the movie, how much it made to make that they don't calculate in. Yeah. Like advertising and all kinds of different shit. So right. no, he, it, lost, it lost a lot of money. Yeah. But if he's writing it all for his fucking German taxes, then he's probably doing all right. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so this movie, 2.0, IMDb. That's pretty bad for even it's IMDb. Really low, yeah. What's five is the highest? No, it's 10. I'm sorry. Oh. Amazon gave it three stars. Okay. Rotten Tomatoes, 3%. Means one guy liked it. Yeah, basically <laughs> one. And I'm pretty sure he liked it because it had boobies. So <laughs> yeah, those, he's the guy that hashtag those five. You can stop watching it 30 minutes in. <laughs> yeah, uh, Metacritic had a Metascore of uh, 15, which is not good <laughs> either. It's definitely one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Is there any trivia left in your nerdery, Mark? A little bit. Um, that 360 camera thing that they used a few times. Mm-hmm. This is like the last movie to ever do it because it was too dangerous to the actors. Really? Yeah. That's funny to picture them filming it scared. Yeah. How is it dangerous? Because <laughs> I guess the camera just whoops around so fast. I don't know. Something. Oh, too much machinery? Yeah. A lot of times they just set up multiple camera rigs to do that, though. There's actually no camera maybe moving around to, you. Maybe you have to afford it. I mean, I don't know. There's more than one way to do it. 
I mean, with House of the Dead money, who knows what they were doing? It was probably just yeah. some guy like running around them really fast. I figured they used a multiple camera rig because you just take yeah, you just they had to. you just set up cameras 360 degrees and then you can splice the film together to make one picture like that. Hmm. Uh, so he also said that there's a scene in it where one of the girls is firing a shotgun and actually something flew out of the gun and, and broke a camera. <laughs> Jesus, that could have been a person. But it was funny because when he was talking about it, he was like telling the story, and then he goes, "Huh, Brandon Lee." Now you know this stuff actually happens on... You know, I was like, dude, all right, buddy. Don't compare yourself to that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, that is not you. You're just not paying attention. <laughs> so uh, Uli Bull, he wanted to do a World of Warcraft movie. And Blizzard was like, never. No, yeah. Never you mm-hmm. specifically. And he like he came at them with like a pitch and like money <laughs> to put into the project. And they were like, no, bro. Wow. <laughs> it was pretty much no, never, especially not you. But <laughs> later on, they did. It made $4 billion in China. Oh, yeah. You can listen to our uh, Warcraft episode. It was Josh's pick. Yeah. It's back in the New other York episodes. Oh. I think it, like, broke even. I, oh, I, mean, no. I don't think it's ever going to get a sequel, though. Well, I was trying to look up, like, what Sega was going through during this time, like, why they would do this. But, like, in 2003, they got purchased by a company called Sammy for $1.1 billion. Mm-hmm. So I was like, why the fuck are they making piece of shit House of the Dead movies? Then? <laughs> Sometimes they're like on franchises that aren't super prestigious. I mean, House of the Dead, it's not like fucking Metal Gear or one of those like super big name titles. And once so they, they don't just license it out to who fucking ever, they don't yeah. give a shit. Like, yeah, they don't do systems anymore, right? Yeah. So like they're just going to sell their products. You can so turn they a quick die. buck on it. Like, who cares? Why not? That was it. Oh, and I tried to uh, link between Radical Jack and this movie because Billy <laughs> yeah. Ray Cyrus is in Mulholland Drive with Naomi Watts. Mm-hmm. Naomi watches in Birdman with Michael Keaton, mm-hmm. and Michael Keaton's in Night Shift with Clint Howard. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well done. He actually, in real life, Mark is probably the best at that without looking at a phone of anyone I know. <laughs> yeah, like I'm terrible at it. It takes me forever to like map them out. But what is it? It's like seven it degrees of separation frame. type thing? Yeah. Yeah, uh, like any two actors from any whatever. Yeah. You yeah. Do that with any two people in the world, can't you? <laughs> Well, Alicia Franklin went to school with Tommy Jenkins at... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, literally. I think, like, the reason they call it the seven degrees of separation is because I think, like, mathematically... Kevin Bacon. Huh. Whatever. Like, it comes... The Kevin Bacon thing comes from that, though, is, like, literally you can link any two people on Earth, pretty much, by yeah. seven degrees, at least. I was I was able to link to Kevin Bacon through my personal life. <laughs> yeah, again, it doesn't... And I, was, and I was able to do it, like, in, like, seven moves or something. That's pretty good. Yeah. Hmm. I sucked his dick once at a... No, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, every day is different. <laughs> <laughs> every day is a journey. Yeah. Uh, what do you guys rate this? Oh, nothing. Zero. Zero. Yeah. I okay. rate it. No stars. Half a zombie boob. Half one, a zombie boob. One half Three of a zombie boob. 3,000 dicks down. <laughs> <laughs> is it the nipple half or the, uh, what is it, just the meat? No, it's just around the nipple. Yeah, under, you don't even get any nipple. Boob. Got it. <laughs> yeah, it's like when they do give you like extra breast tissue in your boob and they cut around your nipple. <laughs> I thought you were going to say with your meal. <laughs> no. Is that just the chicken? Yeah. yeah. So I, I wasn't sure what I was going to choose today because I have a thousand things in my head. But after talking about like Joe Bob and, and like the <laughs> yeah. resurgence of horror, I uh, wanted to pick just like kind of an old classic. But it's kind of a sci-fi movie. It's not a horror movie. So uh, I picked The Class of Nukem High which is a, tra- oh. a trauma film. Ugh. Nice. Yeah. In that movie, they smoke atomic weed. They do. Yeah. I'll try to find some atomic weed. I don't know if there is any named that, but there should be. <laughs> I mean, there's got to be. It's this fucking train wreck. Yeah. So that's what we're going to watch. All right. So prepare for that. I haven't seen a trauma movie in forever. That's what I was that thinking, too. There's that weird one with the, like, the, like, the military group with the... 
people infected with AIDS that they're going to send to America. It was like the most offensive movie I've ever seen in my life. They're, but. <laughs> they're fucking offensive and gross. Yeah. So classic Newcomb High is available on Amazon streaming if you have Prime for free. Okay, cool. That's great. I love that. So yeah, watch it because it's fucking dope. And right. it's it's like one of those things that's going to be really gross and awesome. It's not gross, though. It's not it's just cheesy gross. No, yeah. it's totally gross. You'll see. A lot of, like, fluorescent green liquid shooting out of people's bodies and stuff. Yeah, but wait till you watch how it happens. <laughs> just you wait. And don't forget, you can hear all of our other episodes on intermissionpodcast.com, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, and iTunes. I recommend subscribing so you can get auto-updates when we put out an episode. Bing! You don't even have to fucking do anything. It just shows up. It's super easy. Bing! <laughs> uh, while you're subscribing, please rate and review us. We would love that. And also, last week I saw we're actually five stars on iTunes. Nice. So thank you, all of those who rated us. You know, we're like Freddy Krueger. What? We need you to believe in us to grow power. Is that how he works? Yeah. Oh, okay. Wait, if you don't believe in Freddy, he can't get you? Yeah. That's pretty much it, don't you? Oh, right. It's like the more afraid of him you are, the more power you have. Yeah, so like if I told you I was dreaming about Freddy Krueger, then you would have a dream about Freddy Krueger. And then he starts getting more powerful. And then when a bunch of us are dreaming, he starts killing. Huh. That's a pretty cool angle. Yeah, right? Anyway, if you're into like media shit. (laughs) Media. Media shit. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Be sure to follow us on Twitter at IntermissionPC and on Instagram at Intermission underscore PC. You can follow Mark or myself on various social media platforms at Tiffa Horror, H-O-R-R-O-R, and Mark E. Espinosa. <laughs> you can also email us if you feel like you need to at intermissionpc666 at gmail.com. My buddy Corey in Seattle has been like sending me pics of like when he watches the movies for our show. It's really cool. So you can always at awesome. our Instagram and Twitter on that, and we'll totally look at what you're watching because that's pretty cool. And Josh has nothing. You can never be his friend. Yeah. And that's just the way it is. But that's all I've got for today, gang. That's all I got. Yeah? Josh? Oh, yeah. Ten dicks down. Ten dicks down. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you all for listening to our show, hanging in there with us. And thank you for recommending us to your bros. Make sure to tune in next time for the class of Nukem High. It's going to be good. Spook them high. Yep. You guys are going to get spooked out all over. (laughs) You won't. We're going to get high when we get high. Nukem High. Yep. (laughs) Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Mark. Thank you. Thanks, Josh. Bye. Be be excellent to each other. (laughs) Thanks, Bill. (laughs) Later, Ted. (laughs) A couple of bros being bros. Bye.